This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. This is about to be a tremendous weekend in the city of Chicago for sports and for music. You got the Cubs who are hot and everybody's happy about the Cubs again. Man, we've been having, you know, lots of Cubs players, you know, Nico Horner on the score, Cubs second baseman, Jed Hoyer has been on the score. And all of a sudden, everybody's in a good mood and everybody's happy because the Cubs are attempting to be real contenders this year, which is good because that was the goal. That was the goal this year. You know, nobody was expecting the Cubs to win the World Series or necessarily even be a playoff team, but to contend. And uh, that's exactly what the Cubs are doing. So the Cubs are here against the one of the best teams in baseball, the Atlanta Braves. I will be at Soldier Field on Sunday covering the Bears Family Fest. So we're just wa- basically watching the Bears practice at Soldier Field, which is always cool. It's always a good good change up from the slog of training camp in Lake Forest. So I will be there and I might, I am threatening to make that a double. I'm going to the Cubs game, by the way, the Friday game. So I'm going to the Cubs game. I'm going to get a little piece of everything. Got the Bears practice. And then on Sunday after the Bears practice, I might just slide on over to Lollapalooza at Grant Park. Because, you know, you got Incubus is playing that day. I think Lana Del Rey, both of whom I like a lot, love the Chili Peppers, goes way back. So I'm going to use this time today on the Daily Score to talk about, like, some of my personal great concert moments, like where I was moved at a concert or I had discovery of something. There's nothing better than music discovery, especially when you're not expecting it. I went to Northerly Island this past Sunday, maybe about a week ago now, to see to see Incubus, who I saw for the first time, and they were unbelievable, and they moved me because it was just a great, great, awesome show. The venue doesn't hurt either. If you've been to that venue at Northerly Island, it's just gorgeous outdoor stadium in one of the most beautiful parts of the city. So it's hard to not enjoy yourself at Northerly Island. But Incubus was unbelievable. And they had a bunch of bands playing. You know how it is. There's going to be these bands that you're not necessarily going to care about. Maybe they got one song that's kind of like, all right, okay, I think I might have heard that song. You know, they had Paris Jackson out there. She did cover Blind Melon, so I I enjoyed that. 
no rain. A uh, band called Beachweather didn't really didn't know anything about them. Uh, Giovanni and the Hired Guns, they have that one song that they play on the radio, and they they crush it. I like those guys; they're kind of fun. But I had a moment with a band that I did not expect to have a moment with, and that was the band that played right before Incubus. And I'm pumped up for Incubus. Everybody is awesome. Like we got one more band we got to get through here before the main show. And this band called Bad Flower comes up there, which I had never heard of. I didn't know anything about these guys. Bad Flower comes up there, and they're just, they rock the place. I mean, they were tight. They were discernibly better than the rest of the bands. I guess that's the way it works, right? Everything is pumped up as you get closer to the main act. And if you're a Bad Flower fan and you're in on the ground floor of these guys, congrats, because I just discovered them. And I'm glad that they're kind of young and kind of new. So I got a new band to follow, but they blew me away. Just they're great live act. Like I didn't feel it as much when I went and listened to the next day, like on the earbuds, but they're really good. Great live show. The song, I'm just looking at my notes here. I don't know their songs. Like I said, I don't know much about them, but the jester, it's like, whoa. So I'm just sitting there watching. And then all of a sudden, mind blown, mind blown. Like these guys are really good. Hilarious moment, by the way, during the Incubus concert, which was just, like I said, unbelievable. That's what I was there for. <laughs> Great moment. This is in the category of women are really just like men in a lot of ways. The the lead singer of Incubus, Brandon Boyd, just an awesome talent, eventually during the show took off his shirt. <laughs> takes takes off his shirt and uh you know everybody goes crazy. It looks great with his shirt off and the the women around me were hilarious cuz as soon as he took took the shirt off and he says like, Oh, what's going on, everybody? The women around me go, Hey, take your pants off. Let's see what you got. Take the pants off. And I, I did a spit take. <laughs> it's just so good. Take your pants off. That's women are just like guys in a lot of ways, a lot of ways. So that was great. Awesome show. Incubus was great. And then freaking bad flower. And then it just got me thinking about, other moments in my life where I had discovery of a band or just great concert moments. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And this is in no particular order, but I would go to my college days, 91-ish or 92. I went to a Skid Row concert. There's a girl in college, a friend of mine, Lori. She got like fifth row at the Braden Auditorium to see Skid Row. I wasn't necessarily a big fan of Skid Row, but I'm like, okay. Third row, Sebastian Bach. He's pretty cool. They got some songs I know. But the intro, before they came on, the, the big intro guy comes on. And he's like, before we get to Skid Row, here's four motherfuckers from Seattle. It's Sound Fucking Garden. I'm like, and so, this band called Soundgarden comes out. And they just blew the place up. And I didn't know much about Soundgarden. Didn't know anything about Chris Cornell. 
or any of the guys in that band. But I mean, the rest is history. Soundgarden goes down as one of the great rock bands of all time, and they blew me away. And and honestly, by the way, the Skid Row concert was good too. Sebastian Bach is a show, like they enjoyed performing live. So that was one of my my great moments. Um, what else here? Oh, this year, another one this year too. Like I said, no particular order. Went to a concert. I don't even remember who the the lead act was because I was there to see Lupe Fiasco, Chicago's very own Lupe Fiasco at the Radius, which is a venue near Chinatown. I think it was like a steel warehouse that they turned into a concert venue. I saw Lupe Fiasco. He blew me away. It was just great. And I don't know. I don't go deep into his catalog, but I loved every song and I've been researching him ever since. And and guess what? I hung out with Lupe right after his show because I left too. I was like, I don't really want to see this uh, Grateful Dead cover band or whatever it was. And no offense to Grateful Dead, but Lupe was just hanging out outside, shook his hand, chatted with him, got a picture with him. I think it might be on one of my social medias or did I take it down? I might've taken that one down. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Lupe Fiasco was fantastic. Blew me away. I think, uh, oh yeah, of course we got to get the Pearl Jam. If you know me, you know I'm a Pearl Jam fan. Kids, the 1992 Lollapalooza, back when it was a traveling show for all you youngsters out there, they used to just go from town to town to town and, and all these bands and they would set up the, you know, it was like a big, you know, circus flea market kind of thing that would set it up. And I think I, 92, I think it was Alpine Valley that I went to because, you know, you had acts like the Red Hot Chili Peppers who are closing down Lollapalooza, like I mentioned this year, Ministry, which is just great hard noise <laughs> and i mean that the best possible way uh ice cube was out there uh soundgarden was out there jesus and mary chain you know i knew a lot more about soundgarden by then so all those bands i think it was i think it was like ice cube ministry and and red hot chili peppers i think were the last bands to play the main stage but guess what there was this band called pearl jam that was just picking up steam and it was not packed down in like the seating area. I had lawn seats, but all of a sudden Pearl Jam comes on. I'm like, oh my God, that band. I am attracted to that band. Ran down to the front row. And this was when Pearl Jam, I think they just had the 10 album was out. That was it. So it was just them playing 10. It was them at the peak of their youth. So they're up there just going crazy. And I was going crazy. And I was like attached to Pearl Jam ever since. Uh, so that was Pearl Jam 92, Lala. Then Pearl Jam, my favorite Pearl Jam concert still of all time. And I've been to many, probably 25 or so. But <laughs> Pearl Jam, Soldier Field, 1995. I'm an early 20-something. And, oh, we had a blast in the parking lot. I discovered something called Whippets, uh, nitrous oxide. And we were doing Whippets, and they were hilarious. I don't suggest you ever do them. I have not done them since because that's one of those things where if done incorrectly or whatever, like you instant death. So don't do it. But I'm just telling you what was, what was going on. We were like a bunch of little children discovering something because every time we did them, we would laugh. Okay, so then we go into the show. We go into the show. It's probably me and about five or six friends. And we're walking in there. We got in there right on time. We've got you know, seats on the field, not seats, but we're standing on the field and wherever you, good luck. Anybody can go wherever they want. And it, this again, Pearl Jam at the peak of its powers. So the place is packed. You can't move. Nobody's given up spots. So we're just walking in 
there's one of the girls that we're with couldn't see. So we were trying to, to guide her. The lights go pitch black. And then all you hear is Eddie Vedder going. And it was release. And it was awesome. Like that song, that moment, that was just unforgettable um, to me. So that was, uh, those are my Pearl Jam experiences. You knew that those would be coming your way. A couple others. There was the, actually, it's my last one here. One other, I don't remember which year this was. Probably in the early 2000s, maybe like 05, between 05 and 08, something like that. The, and I don't even remember. It might have been the Soundgarden. You know what? I think it was the year Soundgarden was reunited and played at Lollapalooza. And I know they've done it multiple times. but um, So whenever that was. But the band that got me, one of the side stages, was Cypress Freaking Hill. Cypress Hill, man. They were just so fun and so energized. It's not like I didn't know Cypress Hill, but I'd never seen them in concert, never went too deep into their catalog. But it was kind of like, I'm looking over there, and then I looked over here, and there's Cypress Hill just absolutely crushing it and just it's that feel you know what i'm talking about music fans out there where you just it's the vibe of all vibes the live vibe we all vibe with our music but occasionally there's there are live vibes that cannot be repeated i'm not lying to you like going back to the beginning of this thing the incubus bad flower show i've like i've been trying to figure out like looking at my schedule and their schedule because they're still, you know, touring part of the Midwest and they go to California and New Jersey. And I'm not ruling anything. I'm like, how can I get this? How can I get this in me again? Uh, and it's not going to work because, you know, bears. So I, I do have to have a little bit of faith, uh, a little bit of loyalty, I should say, towards uh, my actual job and the bears and all that kind of stuff. So um, hope you've enjoyed this edition of the podcast. I love talking live music. We'll definitely be getting back to hardcore sports and occasionally we'll do stuff like this as well. So I hope you guys all have a great weekend. Um, if you're in the city of Chicago or wherever you are, again, thank you so much for listening. The support means a lot. I hope that you're able to subscribe and download and do all the things that you're supposed to do with podcasts. So thank you so much for watching and listening. And thanks to Ray Diaz, the executive producer. And for Ray, I'm Mark Grody. Talk to you soon. Bye.